What are you going to do during? <laughs> what are you going to do during sex? Are you going to have to gag her? I mean, is it is the voice not going to bother you that would during be sex? What if she had a really terrible Can voice? Can you imagine really like loud? the nanny during harder, sex? Harder! <laughs> 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 Gilbert right during me. sex. <laughs> ride me, Gilbert. Ride me. <laughs> Yank the rag out of my ass now. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Tim, Katie, and Bert freely give advice to their listeners' questions. Now, let's be clear. These four are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Oh, oh God! <laughs> and then Neil Tyson to cross wow. the <laughs> And a map of Berlin. Right, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that would be the best. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and, and, some, and two uh, books written and, in Russian. It's a pH uh, balance secret. <laughs> <laughs> you know th- that's not strong enough for a man. I know. Yeah. But made for a woman. Just saying. Uh. <laughs> Tim, before we hit. Oh, you're already here recording. I was curious how the how your start went. Uh, it was <laughs> fucking horrible. Yeah, it was just uh, okay. It was horrible. <laughs> Next topic. Yeah, Monday I spent, also I spent, uh, horrible. <laughs> I spent an hour today on LinkedIn looking for jobs. So yeah, it was just like <laughs> me too. Uh, I fucking me hated too. It. <laughs> so I was like, wow. And I actually, I found uh there's a company that does kind of what you do yeah. in tampa mm-hmm. and i was like well do it man mm-hmm. seriously you, you would fucking rake at that thing. but i want uh oh this is gonna be great our new our new uh one of our new owners can't seem to sign into mm. the site that's fucking ridiculous <laughs> another, another guy he's like he did it in like seven seconds he's like oh yeah you changed my name and everything and like yeah all right all right mm. anyway yeah yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know, but your company sounds magical. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna work, keep working on it for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I hated it. Like I, I haven't hated a job like this in a long time. So, I can relate. but I'm wondering how much my CFO actually looks at. He runs IT because mm-hmm. he called and was very nice to me today, and my boss called and was very nice to me today. So. Hmm. I wonder if they like look and can see. I wonder if I can see job searching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, le- I left copies of my resume all around my office. <laughs> you wallpapered your wall with it? Yeah. I was like, I left them like slid out of some folders. <laughs> Here you go. I hope someone notices. Did you? We have to yeah. we have to we have to update our resume every year and actually sign it and give it to our bot as part of our because whenever hmm. like uh because I work in, in pharma, right? Mm-hmm. So when they yeah. when we get audited, they want to understand that okay, the people who are in positions like are actually qualified to be there. Sure. Yeah. Like oh, we oh, oh. If we leave a resume around, nobody. It's like okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Everybody's freaking. They're not our suspicious. Res- yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. Too bad. Now when they- I show up stoned, <laughs> they're not suspicious <laughs> then either. No. And they're like, oh yeah. No, that's- no I'm just kidding. That's Still funny. just Brian. <laughs> yeah. You mean? No, he's different, Bert, right? You're sorry. different at in uh, Yeah, yeah, my god, no way. There's there's I am totally I am totally Mr. Stray to work. Yeah, I could see it. 
I have to. I can. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. like can. it would. Uh, it's probably honestly. Look, see, Greg has seen <clears throat> me as Mister Straight. I've oh, seen yeah, him as Mister sure. Straight. But I, I, it's really hard, like getting to know you as I have, Brian. Like to kind of imagine you. It would almost be, I think, scary, like a little unsettling. <laughs> Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I still have basically the same personality. I just don't talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I'm just... Well, that's not I'm basically just, the same no, personality, no, no. is it? I, I, I <laughs> well, yeah. I have the basically the same personality. I just don't show it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm still me. I don't, I don't Deep any, inside. I just right. speak so infrequently, no one can get a sense of my personality. I don't, I don't say anything that I think that I, that I myself would find funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Actually, it was Tim years ago who told me after some stupid thing I said in an icebreaker that he's like, you know, Craig, your 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 almost exact words were Tim. Like, I find you hilarious, man. I really do. I think you're funny, but I think you need just you know for your own benefit, dude. You need to tone it down here at work. It's just uh, keep it vanilla. Trust oh me. Oh my yeah, god, did I vanilla. really say that? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the icebreaker where the question was, and it was a small group of people that I already knew. It wasn't totally a group of strangers but there might have been one or two newcomers to the group and i think the question was you know tell us a fact about yourself that nobody here knows and just on a whim (laughs) just on a whim i said something like i need to kill drifters to get an erection or something like that (laughs) what yeah and and, you know it was like it was people we all knew and it was you know and and they were like everyone laughs and and but I could see you troubled by it. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love to hear that at a work meeting. That would be the best yeah. meeting ever. I used to say a lot of weird and crazy yeah. shit at work. You know? I, uh, well, I was just, Poor I was Tim. talking to Greg the other day. No, no, I actually, I liked Greg from the minute we said hello. Like we, it was uh, Todd Cunningham, mm-hmm. um, the little leprechaun himself, who who introduced me to. <laughs> Greg, and he couldn't wait to introduce me to this guy, Greg. And I was just like, all right, I, uh, whatever. And Greg was just like a frontline sales guy at the time, right? Mm-hmm. But Greg is brilliant, and he knows how to work people, and he was really good, and he got Todd all hyped up. And so I came and, and met this guy, and literally, he had me fucking rolling in like five minutes. And just total <laughs> deadpan Greg humor. <laughs> And uh, I loved him. I loved him, man. It was it was great. Yeah, and then it beautiful. wasn't too long that we got you. How did we get you? I aggressively promoted you. Well, yeah, I, I was uh, I was a frontline sales guy for about ten months, and then I got promoted to like sales manager. Yeah, and then there was a director of sales position that you just like skipped me past to become a campus president. It was a good move too, much I mean, to the chagrin move. of some others, though. But yeah, yeah they soon. Yeah, oh, oh Greg's a nice guy. Would you perform in the role? I did. Yeah, sure. he, he, he was, was good. the right yeah. decision, right? Yeah, yeah. he was oh, good. And you had Tim at hello. I know. I, I <laughs> really did. Know, and, and I knew well, but but you, I mean, dude, even for years, like you know, you have that very straight business side that you know, even knowing you so well for years and years, like there'd be meetings where I'd be like, oh, oh geez, Tim's in the, Tim's in the mode, you know. <laughs> Tim's in the zone, and I would be like, you know, there's no, there's no joking around here. There's no familiarity. Like, you know, even working for you a couple of years, I was still, like, you know, nervous around you for for lack of a better term. In certain That's a situations, good thing, though, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah if you're not, sure. you all, you need to be nervous around you. Not nervous, but like, I've had people that I've, I'm friends with at work that like 
I won't even fucking talk to them unless I know I've thought everything through mm-hmm. and, and have thought about every question they're probably going to ask me because they're fucking smart and I don't want to waste their time with my, with bullshit that I should have figured out myself. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, that's, no, he- that's insulting. You know, like you go, you, when really smart people, their time is valuable, man. And, and you got to, and, and you, it's, it's a sign of respect to not fucking waste it. For sure. Yeah, but that's, he's not saying I was smart. He was saying I was unpredictable and emotional. And then he had to figure out, he had to figure out because, because, uh, yeah, I can be a little piece of shit sometimes. But the, you can uh, be a little the, bitchy sometimes. I can be a little it's bitchy good to sometimes. have that self awareness though, right? <laughs> oh, I, I, I do. I can, I can really, when I get on a rampage too, people know. But, uh, the oh, yeah. Greg, the moment Greg, went from i'm maybe a little nervous of this guy to uh like we're buddies and from that point on we were buddies was i i made a bet with greg and i was so fucking right that i i I just knew it i knew it and he baited me in like a like a like a pool shark uh yep and totally and i don't even know what i lost maybe a beer or something like that it was a night of drinks no 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 like was it the night that i the next time we went out you was all the drinks were on you yeah that's what it was yeah yeah and you were back in the day oh my god that was a lot of money you you know yeah yeah that bet with an irishman yeah back in the day it was a lot of money that's how positive i was that i was fucking right (laughs) i every goddamn time I, think I thought he jump was fucking with me. He's like, yeah. God, he, he can't, he can't not know this. Yeah, he's from yeah. Boston for fuck's <laughs> sake. The, the bet was, um, Tim thought that um, Marky Mark was in House of Pain. You, this you know, was the, now, remember, guys. This was before cell this phones like in, were like computers. Right? right? It was so the ninety. No, no, it was early two thousands. Early two. But I was, I was like, dude, you're from Boston. You're, you're kidding me, right? You know, Marky Mark wasn't in House of Pain, and he just he insisted, and I was like, uh. <sighs> Pretty sure I'm I'm right. No, no. And then, so he made that big bet. I was like, all right, let's look it up. And we had to like, I guess we had to reconvene the next day after we went for respective went, desktop computers to confirm. I, I literally went home that night knowing I was right. And then I was like, God damn it, Everlast. Who the fuck is Everlast? <laughs> yeah. But I did I did not Welsh on that bet. And, no, you sure uh, did. It became, no. you know. You make a bet and you lose, you got to pay, man. You yeah. got to pay. Of course. You got to pay. got to pay. Yeah. If you don't want to pay, don't make the bet. Got to. <laughs> Gotta pay. All you right. Remember so, that. You gotta pay. Gotta, you gotta pay. pay. Yep. Be uh-huh. careful. Don't ever bet with Greg, though. Like that. You know that, right? <laughs> like you've seen it enough. You've been close enough, right? Just the amount of knowledge that spins around this guy's head and, and his head. ability to just. Yeah. Well, I won't bet on things that I'm not knowledgeable about, which is a lot of things. In most things that are important in life, I don't right. know anything about. <laughs> right. Right. But like the the unimportant things. You know, uh, yeah, it's not wise to bet with me because I know a lot of unimportant things. <laughs> no, yeah, I would never TV. I would right. never bet anything. For sure, of course. Right. Brady Bunch. Yeah. No, it, it, it's laughable that you would even suggest that. Even mentioning it is is embarrassing for you. I mean, it it would be such a slaughter. Seinfeld. No. Right, right, right. Oh God, uh, no, it's, it's incredible. But then again, I, I, you know, Brian. Even if he had or Bert had, <laughs> if he had ten years, he couldn't explain to me rudimentary concepts of chemistry you know what i mean i just wouldn't understand it <laughs> i don't know that's true i mean maybe yeah. the mathy stuff not yeah. but I, the other stuff you can it, it's there's you could show me a thousand times and i'd never be able to like dismantle a bicycle's like um you know pedal system you know the most yeah. basic thing like He's you could show me that a hundred times and i couldn't i couldn't yeah. reliably oh, yeah. He's not, do, he's not handy. 
Now I'm when the, we get like anything to put together or, or build, I'm I'm the builder. I and he looks the at the diagrams and he's like, no. Yeah. I, I <laughs> say furniture. Oh, that's my nightmare. No. So, Greg, uh, what what was the name of the of Alice's boyfriend in Brady's Bunch? The Sam butcher. the butcher. Sam yeah, the butcher, butcher. Right. Yeah. So, so what if what if uh, you know what if Brian got re- dressed up as Sam the butcher and Michelle was Alice <laughs> and he went through a chemistry experiment, right? But we filmed it in old seven millimeter film and it was like a Brady Bunch show. Would you remember it then? Maybe. Like would. Maybe it's well, just the vehicle. Maybe I think you'd probably have to reincarnate my deceased parents, though, and, and get them fighting on the, the the in the living room right above where I was downstairs watching TV, trying to escape my reality through uh, you know. Right. In, okay. So Katie and I could 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 be like yelling. We could put you in a <laughs> box and we could be yelling, probably. and then yeah, 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 we'll recreate. So like, uh, you know, you orange. All right, right, criminal. No, we're just (laughs) fucking with him. Just for the fun. Three, two, one. Well, welcome, Bad Council Podcast Plan. I feel like we just did the whole fucking show right there. I, 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 oh my god, I, I I, uh, recording that. It's weird, right? Like we, we do this. And, you know, before we start recording, it's, you know, it's, it doesn't change. Like people think that we, you know, we're, we're all professionals. We come in, you know, uh, uh, Bert's got a, like a, re- a, a, a bunch of people making sure his makeup's all right and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, you know, he's got a couple of, uh, servants there, you know, styling his drinks, hair. right? Yeah. Greg, like Katie said, Greg likes to have a grand entrance, you know, like, uh, you know, Elton John esque, right? Just like flying in, right? You know, Katie murders a couple of animals outside, and you know, and then we snap too, right? But really, we just there's really no difference from when we're actually recording and when we're not recording. Like the last three times we ended up recording, I was like, guys, why didn't we record this conversation at the end of the night? It's just fun. I just wanted to say, very it's meta. Fun. Yeah, it's very meta. meta. It's meta. It's meta. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, it it is really good to see you guys. It's just the four of us. The studio feels so spacious now that Michelle and Tammy out here, right? Uh, and, and Bert in particular looks happy. I was at least in this other room. You were within punching distance, so you you, you did have a bit of a uh, look. But I thought I thought the ladies did great. Yeah, that it was, was a so great fun. show. So many laughs. I mean, it was uh, that was a really fun show. Yeah, was it easy doing the Instagram? Uh, because the stories just kind of came out. Oh, yeah, this, there, there's yeah. more to come too. There's so many good come. ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, just, there's great little, great, just a million great sound bites. We'll we'll go back to that one. That'll be a uh, an episode we refer people back to, you know, years from now. That was yeah. That was I, I thought it was great. There, there was Tammy thoroughly enjoyed it. Like we laughed and laughed. She she listened to the whole show the next day. She never yeah. does that. Nice. And she said, "Wow, that that was really funny." And I said, yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad they enjoyed themselves. Um, Bert, did Michelle enjoy herself? Yeah, she enjoyed it. She had fun. Although she's stressed. She got stressed out. She's like, she's an introvert and trying to like yeah. being on for that long, like get like, it takes like, like it just come, like, I just have fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's, she gets like, the longer it goes, the more, I think that we kind of reached her limit by the end, but she yeah. had a good time. She had fun <laughs> listening to it later. Okay, yeah. Good, good. yeah, it was fun. It was a, that was a really fun episode. Yeah, yeah, it I, it I didn't come through though. It didn't like you couldn't hear it. Like she was, it, she was on it the whole way through. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But Tammy, who was an extrovert, was like 
extra excited after it like she like i i was like exhausted you know and she was like you know and and oh i thought i did this and what about that blah 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 so it's kind of funny how that works but they were great they were great it was a great time yeah so bert how was your week how are you doing man i'm doing good man the um i uh you know week of work a couple interesting things so friday one of my favorite bartenders wanted to try MDMA, so I gave him some, but I haven't caught back up with him to find out how his night went. <laughs> You'll never so, see him again. He was no, fired. For, and, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything in the police reports or anything like that, but no, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but uh, then, uh, so pretty much that was normal week. Sunday, the um, only uneventful. I, so, Greg, I, I, have a, I, I did a Greg at the gym. So I uh, got oh, up Sunday. Wait, wait, what can't be good. A Greg at the gym? <laughs> I'm Greg. really, what could Here, you possibly mean? So I got up, you know, got some, me and Michelle both got some exercise. Like I, I went and rode my bike. Um, and then Michelle, she had some errands to run. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to go to the gym on the way back. Right. So before I went to Costco, I had an edible and I went to the gym and I was just, you know, whatever. I was doing my like little lift workout, but I saw... <laughs> I saw a woman that I know that me and Michelle are friends with, right? Yeah. And I couldn't remember her name, right? And I was like, I was like a little high, right? Yeah. And I was like all paranoid that she was going to run into me. And I was like, I just had to leave the gym. <laughs> I'm like, this is exactly something Greg would do, I would. right? Oh my god! I was all freaked out. This woman was going to talk because I like have a relationship with yeah, this woman, yeah. right? Like, I, we've got, you know, we've like, we we uh, I've known her for a long time. Michelle's buddies with her. What the hell's but wrong yeah, with so you, I, though? You don't have to greet people. Like, if you're in a group situation, maybe. But there's tons of people I, I see at work that. every day whose names I don't remember who are like, yeah. hey, Greg, and I'm like, hey, man. You know, hey. I can't explain it, man. You know when you have, yeah. like, one of those little yeah. paranoid, like, attacks I, and social I, situations? I really do. It? You know, <laughs> this is never going to happen. Unfortunately, I don't have the luxury of this. But I would really love to embed myself just for a <laughs> month or two in your little town. You know, Bert lives in a, it's not so little, but Bert lives in a small town in the East. Um, I would love to embed myself and, and just kind of try to, you know, follow your movements um, and, and just get a sense of what the local community makes of you. It's called stalking. You know, yeah. no, no, I mean, <laughs> this creepy. is the guy like, hey, I've seen this guy riding his bicycle around town. He seems impaired. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, 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 he 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 has a very very off center fashion sense. He he drinks uh, green chartreuse like it's going out of style. And, and rumor has it he gives drugs to bartenders in town. And then we saw him at the gym last week. And you know he I swear he did like ten uh, uh, calf curls on the machine. He he stared at a woman across the gym for five minutes and then he fled inexplicably. <laughs> that could all be true. Yeah. I think he's some sort of a madman. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was uh, pretty much it. So that was my normal Sunday. Sun, we had a normal Sunday, right? So that was it. And now nice. back to work week. <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. That's great. Yeah, it's, you sound like uh, almost like a, a paparazzi investigative reporter. Like you're trying to build a story on this <laughs> on this uh, this enigma called Bert. I love Bert's uh, text to us in the middle of the weekend, though, and it really did. I was like, you know what? I couldn't agree more when you said, and I'm paraphrasing, something to the effect of, you know, I love being an empty nester. I can do whatever the fuck I want, you know, and whatever you, whatever you, whatever you were up to that day, 
nothing in particular, but you were just uh, enjoying yourself and d- having fun, you know, yeah. like a second <laughs> child. It's great. Yeah. It is yeah. nice. I mean, yeah, it's all, you still have all the adult responsibilities, but like, you know, it's just like now it's like found time almost, you know? Right. Yeah. And now you have money. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah, your checks exactly. clear. Right, yeah. right, and your and your kid has money in her desk. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good. good, and then time. you know, bed by eight, nine o'clock, latest. Yeah. You know that, but other than that, not much different. Uh, so, Greg, you went to a concert. You and Katie went to a concert, right? Yeah, we went to um, we went to see two of the members of Chicago, not the original guys. But the guitarist had been was in the band for like twenty six years up until like two years ago. Uh, the bass player who was singing last night was uh, he was like the replacement for Peter Cetera's replacement. But he had a very uh, strong voice. He they played some Chicago songs. Um, it was good. Um, you know, this place. The more we look around, it's like our Regal Beagle. Like you know, it's <laughs> Katie and I are skewed to the of young- obscure seventies references. Yeah, yeah. Like I just, yeah. I wonder how many people listening actually know that without looking it up. Well, Great. And actually, there were yeah. several Larrys there. There were. Like, I mean, honestly, it was just such a a unique crowd. Like we skew, I think not not the youngest, but I'd say we're in the, probably the lower, the younger twenty five percentile. You know. Um, and it's, I mean, there are, I mean, it's a rock show and it's loud in there, but there was like lots, there was quite a few walkers, you, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean the, the, uh, you know, devices to help people move, yes. right? Yeah, yes, not yes, people yes. walking around with their yeah. little sketchers. You're talking about, you're talking about literally yes, the walker, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like so crutches topple, kind of. So they don't topple over. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like, uh. Last season's dad core, you know, to a fashion show of last season's dad Grandpa core. core. You know? uh, yeah. Oh, G core. I love it. I mean, and they just, you know, I mean, you know, I, I have a, I have some limps and I have some hitches in my movement with my bad knees and, and whatnot. But like some of these dudes were like shuffling, like shuffling along, serious shuffling, like, uh, and it was like, oh my god. But uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was good. They, they, um, the band. Uh, Keith Howland, I think, and Jeff Coffey. They're, I mean, you can tell they're super talented, but honestly, I would say they could have done better. They, uh, they weren't super tight. Uh, they didn't seem like they'd been rehearsing too much. They were phoning um, in a but, little. Yeah, they were phoning <laughs> in a little bit, but it was, but it was good. It was good otherwise. They saw the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like, they we don't need to try too hard. <laughs> did they play some really old, did they, did they play anything from like Chicago Transit Authority, like I'm a man or anything like that? No. Or? Nope. And, and well, it was two acoustic guitars, you know, and, and yeah. at one point, uh, which they, you know, they, they could, they could do a lot of the Chicago songs, but you know, it's the horn section of Chicago yeah. in so many of those songs. So at one point, um, they were joined on stage. And I just said to Katie, I was like, these guys are smart. They have no overhead. They probably travel around in a car, stay in the same hotel room. They're not trucking around with a big a band trying to create a big sound. But they did have a local uh, saxophonist join them on stage. And if this guy ever heard any Chicago songs in his life before that moment, I would be surprised. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, um, it was like improvisational jazz uh, saxophone. Like he, he just stood there and he kept putting his mouth on the mouthpiece like five times, but then and didn't listening. start playing. Yeah, and, and we're like three minutes into the song, and the guys keep looking at him like, uh-huh, you know, you come on in here. And then, like, 
he just starts belting out a completely different saxophone solo in the middle of the Chicago song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, wow, what is this? And they, they just kind of stopped playing. They were very, playing very quietly. And then they kind of just reasserted the, the melody, and, and he shut up and left the stage, and that was it. Very strange. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Very strange. Uh, but Greg does start the, show, start the show by saying, it started at 7, and he starts by saying, okay, our goal is to be out of here by 9.30, so we could be home by yes. 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's our goal. <laughs> it's a Sunday night. <laughs> we have we to were supposed to go see a band Friday night, too, But we were too tired, because I, I had to socialize at work Wednesday, or no, Thursday, and then I took, uh, I took Adrian to lunch on Friday. Oh, yeah? So I was socializing two days in a row was just too much for me. I took Adrian to lunch because... Um, his father died. Uh, The guy I yelled at because he had throat cancer died. You know what I mean? That sucks. And so I was like, oh my God, Adrian, I'm so sorry. The last last thing I ever said to your father was shut the fuck up. But oh well. (laughs) But um, yeah, so we went to it was that just day. the throat cancer. Yeah, yeah, but oh. I mean, he immediately forgave you for that. I mean, oh no, he like, laughed. He laughed. Yeah, yeah, oh, right. The things well, he said go. about my dead parents—it's crazy. <laughs> I'm still talking jokes about my dead parents. But um, yeah, it was uh, a lot of socializing for me. So we had to cancel our Friday night plans because I needed to just lay down. And His rest. battery was dangerously stories. low. <laughs> um. No, nothing. He's, he's nothing calmed down a lot, hasn't he? Quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's had to. Are you allowed to tell the story where he? Am I allowed to say it? Can you beep this out? Are you allowed to tell the story where he broke this? Um. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Oh, I'm not beeping that out. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's so, tame. <laughs> so Adrian was. Um, his first wife was an exotic dancer. Um, nice young lady. She was actually in the Ace of Base, uh, Marisa Base. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't walk away. What I think it was not their two biggest hits was their third hit. Um, was it? I found the, was it the sign. Oh no! All that she wants is another baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That all wants that she wants is, is another, another baby. baby. She's That's she's saying. I used to think, is a big salami. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a better yeah. lyric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh. <laughs> that's, he was going, that was in his artsy, trying to impress girls with his artsy. Right, right. It could have gone triple platinum with that. So his uh, so that his wife was the, uh, the dancer in that video. Um, and, you know, Adrian, they were younger. And, and so Adrian, uh, I don't know what circumstances <laughs> we found ourselves talking. I was like, hey, man, what's new with you? And he's like, well... My penis broke. I was like, what? He's like, my penis broke. I was like, well, how's that happen? This sounds like a joke. No. no. It, it was it like, uh, you know, he's like, I was, we were having sex and I was laying on my back and I won't use. Oh, no. Try to, try to oh, no. like, oh, yeah. get on oh, me. Yeah. And, and, and dude, like, she just caught me the wrong way, like, came down straight down on it. And he said, dude, it nah. split like a uh, two by four. And like, uh, you know, and yeah. I was like, blood. He was like, the room was painted in blood. It was uh, what? It was it was crazy. There was so <laughs> much blood loss. And I said, oh my god, dude, what did you do? He's like, well, we wrapped it up and uh, we drove to the emergency room, and they 
they stitched me back up and i was like holy shit oh my God. he's like yeah it's like in a little sling now <laughs> like, a little, like a little arm sling yeah. I was like, oh, that's terrible. What, what would that look like he's like yeah, so yeah, yeah no, i was like um i was like oh my god dude and he's like yeah yeah and get this i i can't get an erection he's meaning i'm not allowed to get an erection for a month you know what? What I mean? so i have to try to you know, fight all thought of anything that would get me erect because that, that would, be would be worse. That would be bad for the stitches, you know. And I was like, yeah, it would be worse, right? Like, yeah. don't think of a pink elephant. I know, I know. Right? Like, I mean, come on, that's not even fair. Mm. But supposedly, I mean, if you get it, you have. If that happens, you have to get it treated right away. And if oh, you don't yeah. get it treated right away, it's a huge. Oh. Yeah, like you, you can. So like, wait, it, wait, it's repairable if you get it dealt with immediately. But if you don't, like, you're gonna lose it. I think he had like, to watch All in the this, Family on a this nearly has been a public like, service. Right. <laughs> like, who's what? Your penis? That was a great like, public yeah, you, service. You have, you have to get it removed. I mean, it's like, it can be, it can like be, la- like, lasting damage that doesn't heal, right? Oh, my God. It doesn't God. get treated, like, immediately. Mm. Yeah, right, Holy Katie. Shit. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm yes. processing. It sounded like. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Everybody's Googling so, you broken know, penis. He's a character. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's my character. gosh. Give in a minute. Holy uh, That must have been some hardcore sex, man, just to bounce around that hard that you're just, just snap uh, your penis in just half. Just uh, geometry. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Bad angle. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have to move on from that one. That one's uh, uh, just perpendicular. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Katie, can you, can you? I know it's. I know Monday. Hey, look, Monday's almost dead. But oh, how are you doing? I, fuck, I fucking hate Monday so much. I mean, I can't <laughs> even stress how horrible Mondays are. You know, somebody said to me today, maybe, maybe you don't hate Monday so much as you don't like your job right now. <laughs> you know, that may be it. Fair <laughs> that enough. Maybe it. Um, perhaps I don't hate the day as much as the job. So I don't know. <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah, but it's almost over. So, and at least I'm not at the job right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's one <laughs> so of the benefits. That of this. is the silver lining, and we're here, and things are better. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God, those old people. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> it's all around you guys, right? They're at your concerts. They're at your uh, work. They're, they're on, on the road. They're in the public parking lot, not putting their carts they back. It's are. all fucking crazy. I'm, I'm folding their underpants, oh. right? Oh. <laughs> Just man, oh man, oh man. I met that Just guy's son, everywhere. by the way, recently. You know, Johnny. did I tell you that? Did I Johnny, Johnny, one, two, Johnny one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he met so, his son. His name's Johnny. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, what, what, when we were watching Winston, I was bringing Winston in one day, uh, and I held the door open for some guy I didn't recognize, and and uh, and and my neighbor Mel is standing there in the lobby, whose underpants I folded. And he was wearing the shirt that I folded as well, and I was like, "Oh, hey, Mel," and he's like, "Oh, oh Greg, that's my son right behind you." And I said, "You're Johnny," and he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh yeah, your Good dad guess. talks about you a lot." Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, Johnny, what are, you, what are you, a briefs man? You have boxers, knit boxers? Talk to me. <laughs> no. He was nice. Yeah. Anyway, That's how about you, Tim? <laughs> Tim? Yeah, what did you do, Tim? Well, uh, it was my... So, Tammy and I try to do a date night, right? Mm. So, each of us takes one night a month for a date night. And so, my date night... Together was, or... It, 
No, it's separate, of course. Yeah, just uh, yeah. <laughs> you go that way, I go this way. Uh, together, yeah, we're happily yeah, married. On. Yeah, and I met uh, this hostess at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> I got no game. I'm happy I'm married. Really, tell you the truth. But uh, so I took her to a, a Banksy exhibition. Oh, yeah. So the artist Banksy, right? And my youngest really took exception, like to. First of all, he started making fun of us, saying, "Oh, well, yeah, Banksy. You know, uh, how how crazy is that that you're going to an exhibition for Banksy? Like that's so like he was really talking shit about." Mm. And I was like, "Hey, man, like I look, this is a, an artist of our time. He's mm-hmm. he's you know he's very outspoken. He's uh, politically motivated. And and think, what's your fucking beef?" And he's like, oh, well, you know, he's all about uh, anti-capitalism, but you're paying money to go see him. And, and we did. We bought VIP tickets. Mm. I even have a poster. <laughs> right. So I'm going through this exhibit and, I, you know, it's it's speaking to me. Right. Which is what I was trying to explain to Bennett that, hey, you know, that's what an artist is supposed to do. Maybe it's just a different age. I'm sorry you don't think mm-hmm. his stuff is that fucking good, but it spoke to me. And on the other hand, I was like, he's Banksy's kind of making fun of me. Right. As I'm kind of observing yeah. his art and I'm the VIP ticket holder. And, uh, you know, so it was a very odd kind of like, mm. I want to be cool. I do like his stuff, but I'm not cool. And it was just a whole it was uh, uncomfortable. Tammy loved it. It was good. It was a win. Um, and then we out, went out for drinks and, you know, then sat by the pool and had more drinks. But, um, mm. you know, so that was a, it, that was a good weekend. Yeah, but, man. Like. The whole thing where like you have to agree with somebody's politics in order to like their art too that that's just a dumb way to think of mm. things i think because i mean yeah. like i mean who you ended up like a nobody you know what i mean yeah but yeah art art and personality just like you know sports and it's not the hall of you know virtue it's the hall of you're a great baseball player or you're yeah you're a great artist i mean i like what i love woody allen you know i mean yeah. but uh i wouldn't allow him near my daughter that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> like I like Rage Against the Machine, right? I think the right. politics are dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. Whatever, you know. Zach De La Rocha. So, um, but I will say that there are certain things that you know, even if I disagree with the, the you know, political uh, point of view, it does give me a different perspective, right? Mm. And it does help expose some things. But in, in one of the areas, there was a film that was running, and I thought I heard this quote before. But it did have a big impact on me. And, you know, maybe I was just missing Jack or something because it said, mm. it said, you, you actually die two times. You die oh, the I first time when you die, and then you die the second time when someone says your name for the last time. And, mm-hmm. right, Greg, isn't that, that is, that yeah. is a quote somewhere, right? Maybe yeah, a- it is a quote. I, I in, and when my parents passed, like I was talking to, Carly about that. It, yeah, you may have the quote exactly right. The, I had paraphrased it till something like, you know what, you're not truly gone because, you know, your family lives on in your legacy. And, and as long as there's somebody alive on earth who speaks your name, who, who you know, uh, puts your uh, your life out there consciously, then then you're still alive, you know, in, yeah. in a way, in a sense. And, I, and that's was- a cool way to, it's a comforting way to think about it, you know? Yeah, it was, a, it was basically this whole kind of visual presentation of, you know, what are you doing in this world? Like, what what is it that you're doing? Mm. And said, you know, the most common resource in the world is people with talent not exhibiting that talent. It was, mm, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. 
So anyway, it's always fun to spar with your 21-year-old know-it-all kid. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> you, you start off just to make art for art, but then it becomes commercially successful. Like, you know, what do you do? Just yeah, say, no, don't pay me or, you know, I don't right. know. <laughs> like, was, was, like, was Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and all those people, like, maybe it was, obviously it's not a blessing, right? But they never had the opportunity to tarnish their legacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Or do Chevy commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they yeah. needed the money. You yeah. Know? John Lennon. Thank, I mean, I, you know, I, I do get sad sometimes when I see what Paul McCartney's come to. Not that it's a terrible thing, but it's just, you know, uh, I don't know. Sad. I'm well, glad we grew up John like that. Our age, right? If you sold out, then you were horrible, right? You, if you, if you, you know, you had to be true to your ideals, whatever the fuck those ideals were, you, if you were true to them, you, you would get our generation's respect, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a Gen X, right? I think that's, you know, I, you know, you know, naming generations is kind of foolish, but I do think there was an ethos, and there's certainly something that I live by, um, which is selling out is bad, right? Selling out is bad. Now it's the exact opposite. If you don't sell out, then it's bad. Right. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. So, you know, try to get your try to get your song on a Chevy commercial. Right. That's that's Mm. just all part of it. Everyone has their brand. Every single person has their brand. Right. And they're constantly selling and constantly. Right. David Foster Wallace, too. Yes. Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac do that. uh, He was. Wicked Game. Yeah. I saw an interview with him and he was talking about that. He was talking about, uh, hey, Chris Isaac, you got, you know, that you got your you got your you were on the an, an article of Rolling Stone and and they characterized you this way, right? And they were like, What'd you think about that? And he was like, Listen, man, I'm in Rolling Stone. They could say Crick, Chris Isaac hip hop queen and I'd be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as like, bad publicity. Yeah, no, yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> Chris Isaac, man, what a great artist. But there was some things that uh so Banksy was doing, he did uh Dismaland, which was a it was a, an art installation. He built a a a, a theme park called Dismaland opened it for 28 days in Bristol, London. Mm. And it was just, you know, a commentary on where we are today. And also there was another one, a walled off hotel. So I was, I, I think part of something like that, right. Where um, it's just a, as an artist, like how do you communicate in a world that it is today as opposed yeah. to the other day? So anyway, that's, that's one of the things I loved about Salinger, you know, uh, which I, I loved the, the few things that he wrote that were published. Um, I, I enjoyed them for what they were, but then the more I learned about him and, you know, kind of his decision to not stop writing, but I'm only going to write for myself from now yeah. on. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to spend years of my life writing things that I know the public would be interested in and would be commercially successful and would enrich me. Uh, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, you know, enjoy my writing and, and it's just going to be for me yeah pretty badass it is he beautiful the, yeah he was the i mean he is a a, a real 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 reckless right mm-hmm. yeah yeah which i could totally respect me i guess too. man it seems kind of boring though huh <laughs> <laughs> I, I like spending time with yeah myself. but if you were smart like challenger you, thinking you about sense. all those good stories you're like oh yeah this is great <laughs> I bet you he sends people dick pics. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we have to get to some questions, but that's wonderful. Thank you, Bert. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. All right. So here's the first question, guys. Uh, and this question is, gentlemen and lady, 
First off, I would like to applaud you for not only a great show concept, unlike any I've heard in podcasting, but an almost artistic way of handling some pretty incredible circumstances. Brilliant! Maybe, maybe I should have done that in an English accent. You know. uh, yeah. Can you say brilliant in an English accent, Greg? Brilliant! I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> that was perfect. That's brilliant. Yeah, sorry, Marv. Sorry. That's good. We love you, Marv. Uh, no one died this week, right? We we good. Speaking of Marv, according to Marv, no. Okay, all right. I did scoop him on somebody though, but I digress. Yeah. Oh, oh tell, Richard Belzer. Tell him about I, I, I scooped yeah. him on Richard Belzer. I think about- Marv sounds like Kipper. You know, yeah, Kipper. You know that's what I was going to say. But tell him about our show with Kipper. Yeah, I will. Yeah, so the, there's that cartoon dog, Kipper. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. ever saw it. It was like on PBS. And it's just a very calm British... You know, all the characters kind of talk very calmly like British people. And so Katie and I subscribed to this Acorn station on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's just all British like documentaries and crime dramas. And we're watching this show where, you know, it's like these guys chasing a serial killer. It's the third or fourth episode. It's good. It's really a good show. And I was like, this fucking guy, his voice is so familiar. I said, yeah, doesn't he sound like Kipper? You know, and yeah. Katie's like, yeah, he kind of, he sort of does. I was like, and I'm, you know, of course I'm high. And I'm like, just fixated on the sound of this guy's <laughs> voice. I'm like, no, I, you know, I think that's Kipper. That's Kipper. And I looked it up and then we, this actor was the voice of Kipper. Sorry. Well and done. No, I'm All right. now as well. It's hard. It's hard that to see him right, as a, right, right. It's really hard to see him as a police detective. Yeah. Now, then, though. then all we could imagine him doing was like having tea with that pig of friend of his. You know? <laughs> Obscure references, man. I tell you. Okay. All right. So Kipper. back. Okay. So uh, that was good. Thank you. Uh, Sorry. Searches for Kipper well. go up in I Google. Just mention that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, here's the listeners' issue. Uh, I recently started a job that is dot 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 okay. Not my career by any means, but work is uh, but work is work right now. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, there is this woman that works there that is so fucking hot. Pardon my French. Like an eleven. Seriously, I've never been so turned on in my life until she speaks. Her mm. voice is horrible. Think Fran Drescher and Gilbert Gottfried had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> And she is as annoying as hell most of the time. Outside of some serious flirting, I can hardly stand to listen to her, but I can't help but stare. She mm. flirts with me hard, and I know, and I am now almost positive sex is an option, but I'm so afraid of even the pillow talk after, not to mention, God forbid, the next morning or work day. I'm so torn. She's so hot. Help. Mm. Okay, well, I would classify this as a good problem to have. You know, a champagne I mean, problem? Yeah, I mean, a, a hot chick at work wants to potentially bang you. So you're already starting, you know, um, pretty pretty well. So it's, yeah. they can only go up from here. And, so, and I'll add, in a job he doesn't really care about, right? So exactly. that, I mean, like, that's, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think it's clear uh, that, you know, uh, we it's, it's just a question of what is the best lie uh, or you know, deception to use in this situation to A, satisfy your carnal uh, cravings and B, minimize, you know, the annoyance factor. Am I missing anything? I like to frame this problem. 
Having a scientist on the panel like Bird right. is helping me, I think, in some ways. Yeah. You just laid out an X-axis, a Y-axis. We're going <laughs> to diagram this out, right? I well, love it. Yeah. I'm just thinking, could you like do something where like, you know, you know how if you have like a, a, a like a minor aneurysm or something like yes. that? Yes. Like, oh, my God. If you don't have yes. if you, any more stimulation is going to like, it's going it to oh be bad God. for you, right? So yeah. like, so good. Come up with some story where Quiet. like, listen- you can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because pe- right, so. people's voices may not sound as bad. Like, I bet you if Fran Drescher whispered, it wouldn't sound quite as shrill. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, aneurysms. <laughs> I was thinking migraines. Like, I suffer from terrible yeah. migraines. Uh-huh. And, you know, and it coincides. Oh, this might be good. It, it coincides right after there's been, you know, uh, a tremendous movement of blood away from my head. You know, so that would be the perfect right. pillow talk situation. Like, I, I know this is, I, I, you know, and, yeah. and you always got to lead by trying to engender some sympathy uh, proactively. Right. So something along the lines of, I hope this doesn't make you hate me. But, and then and then the girl's thinking, oh my God, what what is this going to be? It's going to be something, he's going to reveal some terrible character flaw. And then you kid, you say something like, but sometimes after sex, I get these terrible migraines. It's It's a horrible affliction. You know, yeah. I, I hope you don't hate me for that. And of course, she's not going to hate him for that. But then that's going to be the bridge to him just saying, oh, no, I need you to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and I think the migraine angle is better than the aneurysm angle because you can always, it's a much easier to lie about having a migraine than an aneurysm. Right. Uh, yeah, much, much more easier common. lie. <laughs> <laughs> much more common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You might want to get you like, like a, doctor's a, notes and shit if you had an aneurysm, a prescription right? yeah. of migraine medic. Well, get a pres- you know go to yeah. teledoc. You know, say you're suffering from migraines, they're going to write you a prescription for sumatriptan, and you know, just keep it by your bedside. You, you know what I mean? Fill it with uh, marijuana gummies, but keep them in the sumatriptan bottle. So after <laughs> sex, you can take a marijuana gummy and be like, you know what? This is my migraine medicine. If we could just lie here quietly. Oh no, you know what? I need to be in a cool, dark place, and your body heat, uh, you know, God, is as erotic and appealing as it is on one level, I, you know, would you mind leaving? You know, I just need to lie here. <laughs> that, takes, that takes care of snuggling, too. Yeah. yeah. You're right, dude. You, you, this, is, this, is, this was too easy. Well, and then, and then later, if, you know, if, if you move on and you get exposed later, you can always do, the, like, the Rush Limbaugh excuse. He's like, you know what? It turns out that I was using too much prescription medication and that impacted my hearing, you know, but it was opposite of rushes. He lost his mine went hyper sensitive <laughs> and, uh, yeah. so hypersensitive anyway. hearing. I love it. Yeah. I mean, if she's really that hot, I mean, maybe just start wearing like earplugs. I yeah, that's true. You know, just some AirPod pros, right? Just, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. that's a good, it's a good angle too. Noise canceling. She'd probably sound better then too. What kind of gaslighting could we do, Katie? Like, what could you tell a girl who's chatty that would encourage her to be less chatty, but also make her kind of feel good? You know, I mean, could you start like uh, admiring men of few words, like kind of dropping those hints? Don't you know you, who I really you, admire? Yeah, <laughs> men of few words. You know, that's something that I find so, oh, so so honorable and appealing. People who just you know they speak simply. They make their point, but they're not over the top about things, yeah. you know. Stoics or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 with the, you know, try and get her to modulate her voice. Do you remember the Big Bang Theory episode where where he would give her a chocolate every time she talked a little lower? He would lower his voice and try and get <laughs> oh her to God. lower hers. And then he would go chocolate, offer her like a little candy every time she would go <laughs> <Nice>. lower. 
And eventually, was she aware that she was going lower? No, no, no. He was was just pure behavior modification. Mm. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Behavior modification. Now that's Mm -hmm. a new, that's a new horizon for our show. I like it. Yeah, little rewards, (laughs) little treats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Fran Drescher and Gilbert Gottfried. That that is a pretty horrible Mm -hmm. voice, though. Yeah, man. that's take her to a lot of foreign too. films, yeah. you know, where you, you know, a lot of foreign films where you're like reading subtitles and really focusing, then sex, then your migraine, and then it's, you know, you're done for the day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, then, and then depending then sex, on how good the sex migraine. is. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. How good the good sex <laughs> is, is if you try to go for a second time, right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, All you could right. also, yeah. I mean, in, in the worst case scenario, you could feign hearing loss. You could go the full Rush Limbaugh direction and just feign hearing loss. I don't know how you would train yourself to do that, but then you would just be like, you know, it's no use, you know, write down on a pad of paper, I guess. It's no use you talking. I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're get busted on that pretty easily, right? That's so true. Like, as soon as somebody, some loud noise, you get scared Startled. out. Startled. Yeah. What are you yeah, going like, to do during miracle. What are you going to do during sex? Are you going to have to gag her? I mean... Is, it, is the voice not going to bother you during sex? What if she had a really terrible Can voice? Can you imagine really like loud? the nanny during harder, sex? Harder! <laughs> 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 Gilbert right during sex. <laughs> ride me, Gilbert. Ride me. <laughs> Yank the rag out of my ass now. Oh, my God. Yes, oh, that, that kills it for me. I don't know about you guys, but that would definitely. Migraine for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. Problem solved. No chance of breaking my dick with this one. Um, mm. Okay. So there you go. So it was foreign movie with subtitles. Uh, sex. Uh, phony Gag medical during sex. Dis- yeah. Yeah. Phony yeah. medical condition. Gag during sex, phony medical condition, and then repeat if sex was excellent. Right. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. Well done. Well done, team. And start looking for a new job. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Right now. Okay. This next question. Hi, team. I need your help. I'm getting married in the spring next year. It's a fairly large affair, and I've put a lot of time and energy into the planning, not to mention money. My fiance and I are paying for everything ourselves. The issue is that my sister is lobbying the family to get us to postpone because she has a facelift and a liposuction scheduled for after the wedding. She says it's the earliest she can do her procedures, but wants me to wait so that she'll look and feel her best. Incredibly, she's gaining support from my mom and two of my other sisters. Am I being selfish for not wanting to postpone? No. No. <laughs> well, that's no. an easy one. B- bitches be crazy. <laughs> mm. But I, man, I, I do, th- I do think we need to help our listener out on how to win back her mom and her two other sisters, though. That's this is a horrible. That's crazy. Family. Yeah, man. I- wow. Mm. So, what is what's her actual question? What does she want to know? Is she, is she really selfish? Wrong? Is she being selfish? Which you guys all immediately said no. She's no. not being selfish. But it sounds like. The mom, like she's losing support. So she said, incredibly, she's gaining support from my mom and two of my other sisters. So uh, you'll Photoshop her. You'll filter the shit out of her in all the pictures. She does. She can have the surgery after the wedding. She'll look fine. 
You'll fix your face in your pictures. I mean, we have technology. Yeah, possible. <laughs> could you go the other way and see if you could fatten her up before the wedding? Oh. <laughs> ah, and yeah, like, and fill in the wrinkles that <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've filtered people in photos. You, yeah, you could encourage this. You know, if you haven't revealed the the wedding venue's menu yet for dinner, you know, you could reveal it. And if it's you know something so enticing, you tell your sister like, you know what, you really want to have to restrict yourself. You know, go ahead, eat all you want at the wedding and drink all you want because then you're gonna you be fixed up afterward. Right. Suck it right out. Yeah, go crazy. <laughs> go crazy at the wedding. <laughs> Oh man, the uh, yeah, that's real. Oh, that's hey, your sister's being super selfish. I know. It's like your wedding, dude. Yeah. Well, you could tease a big surprise, like, hey, you know what, mom? I I don't want to, um, you know, there's a really nice surprise for all of our attendees, but it's unfortunately it's tied to the dates that I've already reserved, you know, and just kind of Ooh. tease that there's something that's very important from a time perspective, like you know what, but you and mom. Um, you know, not necessarily related, but do you have a passport? You know, just kind of, <laughs> just kind of throw some teases out there, like you know, mom, uh, you're not, you, you, you don't think that Aunt uh, Mary gets uh, ocean sick, do you? And she has a passport, right? Doesn't she? You know, there's some, there's a big surprise we have for the whole wedding party, uh, but we have to do it in July. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I guess we could uh, cancel it and then just redo the whole thing at the VFW in, in October. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In which case, don't worry about the passport, and you know, just kind of try to psychologically win back mom and other family members to be like, you know, Dorothy, you're being so fucking selfish. That's a good plan. Yeah. Right. So we we could delay it, but here's the option: we'll have to go with the yeah, we'll right, it, right, yeah, right. You know, and then something. once you have it, you don't have to give them whatever it is you're teasing, right? Because you, you know. Although the wedding, for the huh? record, I, I'd probably rather go to the wedding at the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe suggest there's yeah, another reason why you have to get married by that date. Yeah, well, like you maybe you're like not pretend you're pregnant. Oh. Yeah, oh. and then and then you have you'd have to fake it. You'd have to fake yeah. a miscarriage. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Then right, you right. lost the baby, but th- by yeah. then they really can't. Then they really yeah. Can't no one's gonna fuck you. with you then. Yeah, yeah. no one's gonna mean <laughs> you then. <laughs> you won. You won every. You won. You won no. every angle at that point. Yeah. Oh right. my god, no! Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. fake. That's a win. Fake pregnancy and miscarriage. That's yeah. the way to go. Oh, and then, but honest to God, like if you're paying for your own wedding, you're arranging it yourself, and your parents and your sister are still trying to like to leverage you to to have it go their way. And I mean, that's pretty. That's it sounds like you had some boundary issues in your family. Well, clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. there, there's there's a lot of issues. They're writing to us for help. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. Fact. Now, now here, here's another. So we have some good ideas here, I think. You know, yeah. um, hint that there might be some something in it for mom and family if they uh, keep to the original schedule. You mean um, grandma? Incur- wink, wink. In, yeah. In, in, uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Encourage, um, encourage the girl to fake a pregnancy and miscarriage. And that's a good idea. Um, you know, and the other thing I think would be like, sister is presumably in the wedding party, right? Uh, so I would, this is relying upon the fact that she's single. And I, f- I figure if she's pre-liposuction, probably a pretty safe guess. She's single. And so um, what I would suggest is, is that 
you propose to match her up in the wedding party with like the hottest of the of the um of the of the groom's friends but then lay a foundation that he's a chubby chaser yeah you know? oh ah, a chubby chaser nice. <laughs> i've like never it. heard that before there's oh, such a haven't. thing as a chubby chaser oh yeah oh, oh my such gosh a we watch whole shows on it <laughs> yeah what Oh yeah, there's shows, dating shows with guys like big women, you know, big beautiful yeah. women, and BBWs, big B- beautiful big bodied women. woman. Okay, all right, big beautiful women, big beautiful and, woman. And so, but you gotta you gotta start that now. You gotta being like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Joe. Oh yeah, he likes big girls. Yeah, that's that's kind of his thing. Yeah, you know, I, it's always been his thing. And then in in a month or three weeks, say, oh uh, Mary, you know who you're partnered up with in the wedding is Joe. You know, and. And hopefully she's like, well, maybe, maybe yeah, I maybe, don't need you know, to get this. You, I wouldn't, you got, so you're going to like, you're already paying for the wedding and now you got to go through all this rig, all this, all this bullshit to get your sister laid. Yeah, <laughs> it seems well, like, she, she's so not going to get Joe laid because Joe's cost? not really, Joe's, no, no, Joe's not really going to, guys, Joe doesn't have to consummate the situation. Joe doesn't <laughs> even have to know it exists. Exactly. Right? He just has to, you know. He Show just up. has to be, yeah, exactly. Ah. He just has to be. He's like know, the ultimate wingman. Yeah, he doesn't even know it. Yeah, he's he just, a, yeah. He's, just, he's unaware. Well, let's uh, let's face it. You, you you get one of those whiskey sour fountains at the reception, and then Joe, even if he's in a chubby <laughs> chaser, you know, he might be for the night. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Yeah, right. He's going to be an anything chaser if it's that late enough, right? We had a whiskey sour fountain at my sister's penises. wedding. <laughs> yeah, oh. you hear whiskey sour fountain? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my sister's God. wedding. It was great. Uh, I mean, I was like twelve and I was drunk off my ass. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not a champagne, but whiskey sour. And then uh, there was like a brawl in the parking lot of my sister's wedding reception, my cousins and, and some of uh, some Eaton Park uh, co-workers, uh, they got into a, a brawl in the wed- in the parking lot. It was fantastic. I loved it. Those weddings were so entertaining. I would just catch a little mini millennium mini buzz. That is so you know, great. Eat finger foods and watch like watch people fight and scream at each other and you know it was I loved it. it was so entertaining. And it's a good Irish wedding. Yeah. That's awesome. So there you go, right? Have a whiskey sour fountain. Uh, Joe doesn't even need to know he's a chubby chaser. <laughs> she just has to believe he is a chubby chaser and then get her there. Yeah. Yeah. Or fake a pregnancy and a miscarriage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, the, the fake yeah. a pregnancy. Uh, I like that I one. I think that's a solid plan. <laughs> You're in total control one. of that one, right? You yeah. don't have to you, exactly. you can handle that Joe, all yourself. Joe doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and oh you combine, God. you have a combined uh, bridal and uh, baby shower. Oh, my You're God. Yeah, that you get eventually. presents. Yeah, right. You never have exactly. to give those back. Yeah, you need that eventually. Who would have the nerve to ask for that stuff back? <laughs> they, oh, right. they never will. That, bad karma, man. I, bad mm-hmm. karma. No, uh, you're just overcoming the the karma that your sister's laying on you. So I think the karma, yeah, I think the karma is even at that point. I think it's him the bad karma of asking for a present back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, There's no karma issues there. All right, no, all right, no. karma free. It's karma free. Yeah, We've just yeah. had the karma police tell us it's karma free. Karma chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Last question. You guys ready? Last I'm question. Ready. ready. All right. You're gonna love this one. This one was, oh, I heard the pen click. Click, click, (laughs) click, click. Is there such a thing as too honest? Everyone says honesty is best until they don't like the honesty. 
Am I just missing an undisclosed rule where honesty is best unless it makes someone sad or upset? Then lie? Just trying to get it right. Well, this yes. must be like a first-time yeah. listener, first-time uh, caller. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking if honest, if just if being too honest is a problem? Hell yeah, it is. If you want to live a happy life, uh, yeah. you must yeah. lie. Stupidest question ever. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing: you don't have to lie, but you need to omit things. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, successfully black it out as you're going. Not through, right? volunteer information that's unnecessary. <laughs> and plus, you know, don't proactive yeah. half truths proactively. Yeah. And you don't know, you, you find like playing. a lot of people? A lot of people will say that they're telling the truth when they're just trying to be mean, and they'll use that as an excuse. I'm just telling it like it is. I, I'm oh, telling yeah. the truth, but they're just saying mean things. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I find a lot of people use the excuse of truth telling in those circumstances when they're just trying to be mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I agree. But but this person's way off track, though. I mean, if you're Honesty is not always the best policy. In fact, I'd say most often it's not best policy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think honesty is the best policy, but there's you have to under. So why are you being honest, right? Is it be, yeah. are you being honest so you can feel like oh I'm being honest, right? But at the same time you're hurt you're hurting somebody, right? Yeah. I mean, get over yourself. Yeah, that's yeah, mean. right. I'm just trying to think of this person. The, the, I, I actually read it like that. It was like a real like an honest. Like they're trying to figure out, right? Is there? Everyone says it's the best until they don't like the honesty. Am I just missing an undisclosed rule? And I'm just wondering, this person bumbling through life, just being honest to everybody yeah. because they believe that's. I mean, what is that? What would that be like? Just even does just this, imagine the day. Does this make me look friendless? Yeah, yeah. Right. Does this yeah. make me look right. fat? And they say yes. Right, <laughs> Can right, you imagine? Right. I mean, yeah. terrible. But they're just kind of bumbling around, like thinking, oh, I'm supposed to be honest the whole time. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they just came to this country and they don't really know. I don't know. They they come from a place (laughs) where honesty is important. I don't know. God knows where (laughs) that is. (laughs) Right. No, I mean, I think being honest all the time could be like a mental condition, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be mental. What didn't Albert Camus write a book about? What was The Strange? The Strange was about a guy who like always told the truth, wasn't it? Or like didn't. Or, yeah, I mean, or, yeah, he, he he killed a guy on the beach. Uh, he was just, he was like very socially awkward, you know, it yeah. almost sounded like he was like- uh, On the spectrum. Autistic, yeah. Yeah, like, they asked about his mother during skills. the trial. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I didn't really like my mother. And then like, <laughs> and then they convicted him because they figured it was some monster or something like that. Yeah, he was uh, amoral or, you know, like a sociopath of some sort. And he was just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also sure we just pictured Albert Camus here, but <laughs> yeah. But how many people listening right now have, have read anything by Albert Camus? Even though the Camus guy? I, yeah, right, the Camus guy. Al Camus. Camus. I'm sure fre- French existential philosophers are not high on the reading list of our listeners. Or maybe, maybe, hey, maybe Who I'm maybe, right. I'm just saying, like, I'm now maybe I'm. Actually, let me be honest. I bet you. That our listeners absolutely know mm-hmm. French existential philosophers because they're so smart. Don't He's you agree? Friends with Albert Dumas. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Cummins. I love it. Yeah. Dumbass. Cummins? Dumbass. Oh, Dumas. <laughs> Alexander Dumas. I, I do think that since Bert has, has joined the show, though, definitely talking about some higher level stuff, you know, uh, oh, bringing in God. Albert Camus, <laughs> right? Exactly. Into, into the discussion. 
Yeah, so but yeah, don't maybe be too this- honest. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you need to begin with the end in mind and, and and try to figure out what you want to accomplish in any kind of an exchange or a relationship, and then decide what percentage of the truth gets you there. Right. You know? Like I'm I'm trying to bang this chick who has a terrible voice. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, think about what what your options are. <laughs> I mean, like with Just- your closest male friends growing up, you're. You probably get to the point of like 90% honesty. Like, you know, I've mentioned I wasn't comfortable, like, you know, discussing the uh, ins and outs of my jerking off routine. You know, you know what I mean? But uh, (laughs) other than that, I didn't have a lot of secrets from my male friends because who cares? You know, we're in the locker room together. Um, You know, I don't really care what they think. They're just as, as uh, idiotic as me. Exactly. Yeah. They've, but now, you know, women, I think at a certain, you know, you probably start off with like, I don't know. 10% 10% on the honesty scale, you know, and you, and the rest is behind the curtain and you're just trying to put your, the, the 10% of you that is presentable and, and desirable forward. But then again, as you get older and older, you can be increasingly honest, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn honest with Michelle and, and all the time. And I know that's probably a burden on her. But, and I think, I think, <laughs> no, it is, right? But, but I always struggle with myself as like, what, what is, like, why am I being this honest, right? Is it just so I can feel like, like, I don't know, morally superior? Like, maybe I don't, maybe it's, it's actually kinder to not, to not volunteer stuff or just to keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? Well, that's not yeah, you. What I mean, percentage I've known you a long time. And that's not you. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. Yeah. No, what percentage do you think you're at, Bert? Uh, like more than 90. There you go. Yeah. At our Greg, age, sure. Of course. Greg. With you, I, honey? I think like 70 would be comfortable. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you dial it back to 60? That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably, I would say I'm in the, in the 90s. Really? Mid 90s. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. <laughs> so Albert Camus has this to say <laughs> about honesty. <laughs> okay. Don't believe your friends when they ask you to be honest with them. All they really want is to be maintained in the good opinion they have of themselves. That's Oof. Albert. Bird wow. nailed it, man. Yeah. 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 Camus references that are spot fucking on. He also yeah, said, uh, truth, like light, blinds. Falsehood, on the contrary, is a beautiful twilight that enhances Aww. every object. Hmm. Well, Greg, if there's something to get tattooed on your body, man, that it's that Albert Camus quote right there. <laughs> say say that, it again. I'd, I'd like to hear that. Let okay. That okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're stoned. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> truth. Truth, like light, blinds. Mm. Falsehood, on the contrary, is a beautiful twilight that enhances every object. That is cool. Okay. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be a wordy tattoo. That's a I, lot of words. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's longer than that. So, yeah, that's that's like thigh material. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be, you know, uh, sadly, and I don't think there was ever a point where I could have done this, uh, but that that's like rib cage material right there. You know, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, those hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. But I, no one, no one's going to see my rib cage if I can help it. Okay. <laughs> so, we went to the beach yesterday, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to pop my shirt off now." Everybody, turn away. So, <laughs> I'd like to make an announcement to the beach. <laughs> yeah. But Katie said, "Oh, you're just so handsome. Don't worry try, about it." I no try to problem. sit near the unatt- most unattractive people on the beach, so it's like, okay, relatively 
Not so bad. I mean, that's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not but hard it's here. Not, yeah, I was going to say, it's not hard here. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that was a big lie when I moved to Florida. Everyone's so good looking. You know, the, the Florida 5 versus the, you know, the Florida 10 versus whatever. You know, g- girls were prettier here. And that may be true, but they're not hanging around where we go, right, honey? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're all somewhere else. I don't know well, where they are. like hanging out at the old folks' home. Yeah, we are. Kind of, yeah. Boca yeah. is kind of a big, big <laughs> municipal God's old folks' room. home. <laughs> God's <waiting laughs> <room>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's perfect. Well, did we give, this, did we give this, <laughs> this listener anything useful? Yeah, we did. I think Start so. Lying. Yeah. Yeah. Stop being honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Who are you trying to impress? You know, uh, yeah. nice get what you want lies. from people. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, but I think, I think, I think that it's be honest, but don't to a don't point overshare. <laughs> yeah. about that. It's kind yeah. of a lie. <laughs> Pretend like you're on the witness stand. Answer just the question. Uh, don't elaborate. Yeah, that's good. Although that can and be it, bad too. Yeah. Like, and if it's going to hurt goodness? somebody's feelings, no. lie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I say. If 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 lie the truth is going to hurt someone no. no, if oh, the truth okay. is going to hurt somebody's feelings, then you should maybe lie a little. Unless it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the truth I will say is a, funny. a piece of practical like compliment liberally, mm-hmm. but don't compliment on something you know isn't true because they'll like to hear it but they'll know you're a liar right off the bat. Mm. So you got to really qualify what yeah. you compliment them on. That's important. You can that's exaggerate you, a little bit, but don't. Yeah. That's why you're never like, oh, great, man, you're looking fit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> Fuck you. Liar. <laughs> but at first you're like, thanks, you right? Everything you ever said is in, in doubt now. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you'd be a liar. <laughs> You son Aww. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beautiful people. Right, and I'm not lying when I say that. Beautiful people. Aww, I love this you. was great. This was great. Um, yeah. The uh, Monday is almost dead, Katie. So there oh we go. We're very, very close. <laughs> the Bruins are up 2-1 over the Oilers. So I'm excited Dude, the about Bruins that. Bruins are oh. crushing this year, man. Yeah. It makes me nervous. I wish they were oh, doing yeah. just pretty good. And then, you know. Run, no. Make a pl- make a playoff run. Right, right. No, but I heard Hextall's what? getting fired. Is that the uh, oh from from the, from the Pens? Penguins? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the yeah. Uh, he we need. He's too. Con- I read it in the Post Gazette the other day, Bert. That, and I agree with it. He's too conservative. You know what I mean? Like he's not building for the future, and he's not going all pushing all yeah. the, uh, going all in. And and I get why he would want to build for the future based upon how this team performs. But when you have generational talents, three generational talents on your team who want to play their whole fucking career for you, you just keep mortgaging the future until they retire. And then you just start, you know, from the yeah. It's going to be those. It's going to be once once they go though, man, you're going to be sunk. Oh, couple, I know for a couple of years. But right? but that's get, how you get generational talent, though. You, you know what well, I mean? Yeah. That that's exactly how we got Lemieux and then Crosby and Malkin. Yep. And, Flurry, you know. But I mean, look, look at look at Edmonton, right? They've they've had how many number one draft picks, and only now are they a decent team, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, th- there's no there's no guarantees, right? Just because you get trapped, you know, the Pens got lucky yeah, twice. They, they caught lightning in a jug, right? Yeah. 
But you got to go all in. They need to bring back Jimmy Rutherford, although I know he doesn't. He works. Jimmy Peck. (laughs) (laughs) The Penguins are. uh, are, Oh, hey, babe. What? They're not supposed to know you're here. Does Tammy want to tell us the (laughs) second most unusual place you guys have made love? (laughs) (laughs) Uh oh. Oh no, Tammy, what's the fourth most unusual place? <laughs> what's the fourth most unusual place you and Tim have made Whoopi? <laughs> Hi, friends. I didn't know you were still Hi. recording. Sorry. That's okay. Hi, Tammy. Good to see you. No, no. <laughs> uh, she's running away. Yeah. She Tim was actually going to answer. She was going to answer. I was like, oh my God, sweetie. Are you going to bed? All right, I love you. Um, no, All right, I just Keith. turned and Tammy was right there. It was just uh, unsettling. Yes, um, <laughs> Settling. okay. Well, I was finally getting able to talk hockey. No one talks hockey. Like who likes hockey anymore? But just uh, us from cold winter states, right mm-hmm. from the Northeast. It's a, it's yeah. a, such a regional sport. <laughs> it's such a great sport. I yeah, love man. it. I love it. All right. Well, I hope you all have a great evening, a wonderful rest of the week, that it goes by fast. I'm taking Friday off, so I'm already nice. I'm oh, already ahead. Man. Yeah. Fuck the man. Nice. Friday, man. <laughs> Fuck the man Friday. Okay. Dozen calls. Do my job search. Uh, all right. Well, you guys are awesome. We will uh, talk to you next week. See you, everybody. See ya. Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind, but they grab the puck and go bursting up and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old